Welcome to Here for Good. I'm Karen Scher, Vice President of Community Engagement for Federation. Our podcast doesn't usually do breaking news, but we have some today and what incredible news it is. We are taping this episode on January 22nd, but we'll release it January 27th, just after a huge announcement is made. Our Holocaust Museum and Learning Center, which is entering its 25th year, is going to undergo a huge expansion. The new museum, which is expected to open in 2022, will be three times the size of the current museum, with a new entrance facing out toward Lindbergh Boulevard. It's going to be tremendous. And along with the new museum, we have a new executive director. Sandra Harris is here with us today to talk about all of these developments. But first, I want to welcome you, Sandra. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me here. Yes, and we just want to welcome you to the um, Jewish Federation, to the Holocaust Museum and Learning Center. I know you just started. Week two. Yes, here we go. (laughs) So let's start. Just tell me a little bit about Mm -hmm. yourself, kind of a little bit of background. Sure. So I'm originally from St. Louis, grew up here, and after college, um, moved away and was in the Southwest and in California, and a few years ago, just decided to come back to St. Louis. Um, I was lucky enough to find museums as a career when I was in graduate school. It was sort of by default. Um, I was so interested in so many things and wasn't sure how I was going to combine them all into one career and took a museum studies class and the rest is history. So what was your first job? What did you do? So the very first internship was at the Heard Museum in Phoenix, Arizona, which is dedicated to the history of Indian culture in that area. Um, And I was in the education department and worked a lot with kids. So they would come in and do tours, and we would talk about all the different Indian cultures of the Southwest. Um, And that was a great experience. It's a wonderful institution. And then my first paid museum job was at the state capitol in Arizona, where we had 80,000 school kids a year come through and we taught government. So what's the government process? What's happening in government? Um, And that was great. We had changing exhibitions about all different types of history. Um, So that was a really great proving ground. So um, you spent a lot of time away. Yes. Maybe share a little bit about some of your other unique adventures and things that you were involved with before you came back to St. Louis. So leaving Arizona was probably the most unique chapter. I was given an opportunity to work in Las Vegas. And I was there in three different museums. And a lot of people don't equate Las Vegas with museums, but they exist. Um, I worked with the Liberace Foundation, which was a foundation for performing and creative arts that the celebrity left an endowment to. And we gave scholarships to kids in college um, all over the country. And then we had his collection, which was nothing short of spectacular. Yeah, amazing. Yes, absolutely. And so that was really interesting. Um, From there I went on, I was the first director of the nonprofit Neon Museum, which now is very well known. Um, It's all of the old historic neon signs. Um, When I was hired as the first employee, we had three acres and a hundred signs and me. Uh, And so we had to figure out what we were going to do, how we were going to turn it into a viable museum. And so that was a great experience as well, sort of establishing every piece. And then finding all the interesting ways to teach history and the cultural history and design and even science um, using neon. So that That's was a lot of fun. really been a part of every aspect of a museum from at creating yes. the educational curriculum mm-hmm. and how you're going to really get that out to the community. Yeah. So it, it, I think it was very, it was daunting, but I think it was really helpful to be the first and only employee in one situation because all the functions still have to happen. Um, and so I think it was a really great way for me to understand all the workings um, to be a better administrator, I think. 
great. Mm-hmm. And then from Vegas, you went? I went to UC Berkeley. So that, okay, it, you keep if going you, further I west. kept going <laughs> west and north. Um, and, and if you think about Las Vegas, where we, you know, pop culture was sort of the lead. And then how do we make this scholarly? Of course, UC Berkeley was the opposite. This is incredibly scholarly. And how do we try to infuse some pop culture? And how do we try to bring in other audiences besides the university community? And so that was the Museum of Anthropology. And that's where I really um, found my stride in in understanding how to work with so many different communities, um, different people with different values, and the material culture that is related to it. And I'm sure just learning so much along the way... um... I think that's part of why I love museums is I'm always surrounded by experts and people that know things that I don't know. And I have an opportunity every day to learn something and to just be in awe of what people are doing and experiencing every day. So tell me, what is it about the St. Louis Holocaust Museum Mm -hmm. that drew you to this position? You know, it's so interesting. There's so many pieces of it. I mean, number one, I made a decision a few years ago to come back to St. Louis before this position um, because I had always followed jobs. And I finally said, where do I want to live? (laughs) Where do I want to be? And St. Louis was it. It didn't matter where I had lived. If people said, where are you from? I always said, I'm from St. Louis, but I live in Phoenix or San Francisco. And, and when, I bet they didn't ask you where you went to They high school. never <laughs> asked me where I went to high school. Sometimes if I was on a plane. And so I was able to come back and I had a, a wonderful position at Maryville University for the last couple of years where I dove into something else that was new, which was library work. And that was really fulfilling to kind of understand that research process. But then this position popped up and it just felt like it brought together so many things that were so interesting to me. So thinking about um, history, culture, and most importantly, how do we work together as a community? Um, So all of those values I already had. Um, And then the added bonus of creating a new space, which every role I've had, we've done that in some way, shape, or form. And it's, it's, again, it's a building situation, both programmatically, staff, and physically. It just felt like a dream job for me. Um, So I was very excited to apply. So is there any one thing that made you most excited, like what, you know, about the position? I, I you, you mentioned that you really are kind of at the um, ground level mm-hmm. of building something out. It isn't already existing. I mean, it's existing in a different form. but Right. It's going to take a very different shape. And I think that I do really love that experience when you are looking at something and then getting feedback from all the people who care about it and deciding where to go next um, to take it to that next generation to take it to its next way of existing if you will I think that's the most exciting part of it and then of course the fact that it is a topic that is so important always has been always will be in my opinion um, the holocaust and then the lessons from it and then what do we do with that information if you know you learn all of this what how does it apply to our daily life how can we talk about it Um, and all of that together is really meaningful to me yeah so there's that whole um i don't did you have any background in the holocaust studies at all before not specifically so in anthropology i worked with a lot of different cultural communities and some of the similar themes of loss of displacement, of treatment, of losing history, of losing people, um, particularly Native American communities. But I was certainly not an expert in Holocaust studies. Um, So I'm hopeful that some of that sensibility and some of those things that I've learned along the way 
combined with the experts that are here, um, will will help us develop that content. Yeah, I was going to say you have a really strong um, staff, professional staff team, but very also much a really so. strong lay team. That the, the docents are incredible. You know, over 150 strong. Um, that all have a different experience, which is great, where every type of experience is represented from, you know, the few survivors we still have to the second generation and now the third generation, as well as folks that are not Jewish um, that care deeply about the themes um, coming together. And I think that that's a very rare model. So what are you most excited about the expansion piece of it? I mean, we hopefully many people who are listening to this mm-hmm. have been through the museum. If you haven't, please do so Now's soon. Now's the time. <laughs> Now's the time because it will go dark. It will go summer. dark in the summer. Mm-hmm. So come through today. Come mm-hmm. through now. Bring your kids. Bring your families. That's but what right. are you so excited about for this new expansion? It's been great diving into, you know, we're working with this company, Gallagher & Associates, that is very well known in the museum design field. They just really understand where we're headed. I'm very excited that the design will reflect all of the different themes and it it doesn't really matter what your background might be or how much you know or don't know whether you want to learn chronologically or not it's going to be very flexible so I feel the way it's being thought about um, there isn't anyone that can't come in and benefit from it and it'll be I hope very beautiful and and a place where you can not only learn but have a place to reflect and um, be with people. And so I'm, I'm very excited about the design. Well, I know that our community is very excited to bring mm-hmm. this to St. Louis, to the state of Missouri, mm-hmm. and, and throughout the region. And we are also very excited to announce that we are the recipient of a Last week, we found out that mm-hmm. the Holocaust Muse- Museum and Learning Center has been awarded a $750,000 challenge grant from the prestigious uh, National Endowment for the Humanities project. And we really are the only uh, actually, project in the state of Missouri that received this grant. For this year, we are the only recipient in Missouri, yes, and one of the largest ever for the state of Missouri. So how do you think this grant will impact fundraising efforts mm-hmm. um, moving forward? Well, what's great about this, it's the type of money that's difficult to get, particularly from federal sources, which is this ability to build an operational money, right? So it's that money that's often hard to raise. And the, the fact that it's a challenge grant helps us connect with the community and say, we have this incredible amount of money that is a, a seed, and will you please help us? to match it. And I just think that whole dialogue is so important because this is a place for everyone. It is a place for the community and hopefully people will want to support it financially. Uh, so where can people still have a connection with the museum? Will there be some kind of opportunity for students or for mm-hmm. visitors? There will be opportunities. We're still mapping all of that out. Um, but the intention is there will be a physical destination of some sort. Uh, we haven't really landed on what that will be exactly. So we'll still be able to have students come. Um, we'll still be able to have speakers. We also want to look at our outreach and use some of our docents. I mean, Whatever we do will be a little bit smaller than what we have right now. So we want our docents to be able to go out as much as coming to the building. So watch for that. You know, in the next few months, we'll we'll have that much more outlined. But we will. We're not going away. <laughs> Wonderful. And where can people find the information and also how they could contribute? Because we are starting the community That's campaign. That's right. I think the best bet is always to go to the website, which is hmlcstl.org, and you'll find information about what we're up to. We'll have updates on the construction as well as ways that you can contribute. That will probably be your best bet. So we talked about 
kind of your um, professional trajectory. Mm -hmm. And we talked about what's going on with the museum today. Tell me a little bit about your other areas of interest. Tell me a little bit about Sandra. And I mean, you're sure. from here, so I can't say, have you tried Emo's Pizza or do you like it? Or <laughs> has anybody taken yes, you to I have. Because you are from here. But yes. you've been away for so long. Yes. What's been most exciting about being back in St. Louis? You know, I think it's interesting when you're away from St. Louis and then you come back. I think there are things we take for granted. You know, growing up here, we did have these cultural attractions like the zoo and the museums that were free at some level um, that we could integrate into our lives. Um, we're in the middle of the country, and I believe there's something to be said for that. It's always been and always will be a crossroads, north, south, east, west, um, a center of commerce. It always has been. Let's talk about sports. Of course, it's a baseball town. But I think it's it's a place where so many voices have always been. It's exciting for me to come back and to really be able to appreciate all those things that sometimes I think we forget about when we're when we never leave terrific is there anything else that you would like to share about yourself or the position before we i am just excited i am so thrilled um you know it's been even though it's week two it's been nothing but this positive feeling from volunteers other staff donors that i've met i think the support is just incredible so i feel very lucky to be able to be part of it well, we are thrilled to have you on board you. and excited to work with you on this amazing endeavor. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. And I look forward to being with you through this whole project. Thank you so much. So that's it for this episode. Please help others find us by leaving a rating on iTunes. Thank you so much for listening to Here for Good. <laughs>